This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Welcome back, Uncle Kay! Do you know how happy I am that you're back? Because it was... So, so long last week. I bet we lost like half our listeners. Just like, because truly they, uh, they know why you're, you were gone. Yeah. I explained to them exactly what was going on with your situation. Insane. Insane. It's still cold. I I, I still don't have any heat, but I turned on all of my like self tape stuff. So like, I, I mean, I'll show Peter in a picture later, but like every single light in my house in the Uh garden unit is on so that, um, it like is heated up the room. Do you know that I actually um, applied to become an HVAC technician? <laughs> it's been a tough week for you. <laughs> Where I was like, You've you know, been I doing, can do this. Is that what the ketamines brought out? Is the HVAC <laughs> technician within you? I was just like, yeah, I can do this. Like this, I never do that. Where like a a, a work person comes to the house, yeah. I'm always like yeah. wowed by their expertise. I'm always like, wow, mm-hmm. I could, I could never do this. But this time, I was like, I could do this because I, you know, it's been an ongoing thing. We're trying to get fucking heat in this garden unit because our furnace probably need to replace. We do need to replace it. Uh-huh. The electricity was a fucking wild. It's like the wiring in the house. So that's a whole other. Peter, I don't even want to tell you how much this is going to cost. They gave us an I estimate. I can't even. Ugh. They gave us an estimate that was like, it was like the kind of money where like, I literally thought, you know, when you get an estimate for a car that's fucked up and you're kind of like, I'm going to just, this is not worth I'm gonna tra- it. I'm going to trash I'm gonna it. I'm going to trash it. I'm going to just Someone just away. take all the parts and give me like $600 Exactly. Cash. I, 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 I'm walking away. I've done that to many O cars. Yes. Yeah. That's what that's the amount of money that they quoted us where I was like I, we should just walk away like just burn this house down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just walk collect away. Collect on the insurance. Yeah, just collect on Bribe the insurance. Bribe a lawyer. Yeah. Bribe that's a lawyer. all you need. <laughs> and just walk away like a, like walk away from the family. Like you know just like leave this child there. You know how like yeah. there's By the way, this is a crazy story. One of my friends like we were hanging out once and very randomly she brought up how she had come across an abandoned baby in Portugal. And I, what? and this is, yes. And this is a friend I had known. Are you sure it wasn't like a Roma trap? No. Cause they be doing that. They I do. almost no, for one they, in they, Rome. Okay, let me tell you right now. I would have thought the same knowing about the Roma. Uh-huh. And if you've traveled uh-huh. to Europe, you know. But like yeah. the end of the story is where they fucking, like a very Catholic family adopted this baby because it was fully uh, abandoned and this like in wow. this like interaction like changed don't the let course. them tell you about catholics <laughs> don't anyone ever ever come for catholics again because truly like Look i mean this. if they're the good catholic it's a different thing you know yeah. good catholics hopefully they're they're you know they're treating this kid right i didn't follow up but like i <laughs> So, but I mean, like I'd known this bitch for a decade. I was like, you just told me the story. This is what I mean. Like sometimes when you get into a friendship where like you're so comfortable, like you for mm-hmm. like you don't, you know what I mean? Like the kind of friendship where you just watch TV all the time and you just like chill with each other. You can be quiet. 
I don't have friends like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that goes back to what I want to talk about. But like, but you know, mm. there's some friends like that where like you just don't talk about shit, and then I'm like a decade later, they have some wild story like this. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You just found an abandoned baby. I don't know this story about you. I'm just been sitting here in silence, drinking wine, watching fucking Real Housewives. Are you fucking kidding me? You're gonna be you telling went me through this like story? A real, real like recent trauma. That's what I mean. I was just like, I couldn't believe it. Wow. Anyways, but. So, anyways. anyways, but like I was talking, like this house, I was just like, wanted to abandon like this baby. And like, I was just like, we got to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> but like. Let a nice Catholic couple yeah, take care of the house. This, this house. And but hopefully like, treat it right. Yeah. And don't abuse it. Don't abuse it. But like, I mean, truly, like it was, it's wild. So I'm sorry about the uh, last week. Sorry to the listeners. We're back. We forgive you. We're so happy. <laughs> We're back. We forgive you. We're so happy. And the true truths have stuck through. So yes, here you we know. are. You know. Yeah. You know. We're back. Yeah. We're back at our just like our never ending um, patrons, Patreons. Truly. By the way, check out the Patreon. Today, I was going to, we were going to do a Patreon, but I wanted to tell this story on the regular pod okay. because people don't, people need to get a little taste of what kind of career ending shit that I say. <laughs> like, With that we- being said, it's time for Kick-Ass Koreans. <laughs> okay. You should go first because okay. I definitely know you don't have my kick-ass. We've been getting the same kick-ass Koreans recently, and I know you don't have mine. Okay. I so, know it. So this is the thing. Peter and I, we do prepare, and we we have these kick-ass Koreans for you. But, you know, as we're investigating, and also at this point, we've been doing the pod for five years. Yes. Which is insane. Five years. A weekly pod for five years. Five years. How? Through, through the pandemic, through Trump, through, we fucking have been here. Through, through variants. Vari- through the variants. We've been here through multiple career changes. Uh, yes. <laughs> like, we've been here through multiple ebbs and waves of mental illness. Um, we've mm-hmm. been here. So, yeah, we've been kind of, like, butting up against the same kick-ass Korean. Um, mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> Last couple of weeks, we've been struggling with it. But my yeah. guest Korean this week is Charles Park from Dallas-Fort Worth. He is an 84-year-old community leader in the mm-hmm. Dallas-Fort Worth area, okay? So he came to the States in fucking 1970 uh, when there were less than 70,000 of us in this country, okay? Um this motherfucker, what? Wait, yes. what? Yes. This motherfucker became Less a citizen. Less than 70,000 in the 70s? Yes. That's so little. That's so little. Oh my God. I think that's a village. I don't even like, I think it might be a town. It's definitely not a city. It's not a city. It might be a township. Town, maybe. You know what are those, you know, have you, you know what a township is? A town it's, so small, they're like, is it a ship? a ship? Yeah. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> anyway, but sorry. That he, wasn't he, worth no, the so, interruption. Uh, no, no. This motherfucker Charles Park. started his life. He became a citizen in fucking Oklahoma in 1976. Two years before he moved to uh, Texas in 78. Okay. So 
Dallas Fort Worth area has Damn. yes has the largest uh, community of Korean Americans in Texas, and most of them live in North Texas. All right, about uh, in 2019, about 40,000 of them lived in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Now, this man at 84, right now he is 84. He has, as a community leader, decided that we as Korean Americans need to coalesce and start to fucking vote. Okay, so in 2004, he launched the Dallas chapter of the Korean American Coalition, which was actually created in California in 83. But it's basically, I've worked for them before, it like promotes votership mm -hmm. and civic engagement, right? It's yeah. just like old Korean people, they don't see the need to vote. Right, they're like, they this come from my a country. Place, yeah, and also they don't come from a place where voting matters. Right. You know, like it was a military dictatorship when most of them left and or like it was it was being overrun. And like, you know, it's I mean, it's we're going to need to figure out where to immigrate our asses somewhere. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like it was our a voting situation. rights are being destroyed. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's just a different fucking thing. But yeah. at 70 at, at, at like a certain level and in certain areas, that's a, a sizable voting block that can sway elections. We saw it in Atlanta. We see it in New York. We see it in New Jersey like it fucking matters if you're over ten thousand, you it matters right and there's also if you show yeah, it's up like to the, the gift tax policy you got it if it's so under like if you ten thousand, you don't pay taxes <laughs> That's, yeah. you know but how i, mean, I know that because my family would take out winnings from atlantic city nine thousand at a time wow yeah so that technically it would be under a gift yeah yeah, but so basically, I, I know this too, yeah. So if you, because we've all had to exchange, as, as immigrants, you know all the tax laws. Because no, oh, yeah. <laughs> how, how are you supposed to fucking, how do you defeat institutionalized racism and also pay your sh pay taxes? That's you can't. No. You can't. We're not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> So like he's basically Charles Park is trying to coalesce the Korean Korean American community in the Dallas Fort Worth area to very importantly he in this article in the Dallas Morning News he say is he he talks about how it's important to take lessons from the black and latino communities right mm -hmm. and it's because they vote in larger numbers and than Korean Americans. And the thing is what people don't understand is if you vote and you show up then all of a sudden politicians are showing up all of a sudden, your vote is being mm -hmm. courted. You want to be courted, right? You want to be wooed. You yeah. want to be swayed. You want you want your voice listened to. Mm -hmm. And that's what matters, right? If you are a minority population in any area and you have demonstrated an ability to, to organize and have your people show up and vote, all of a sudden, politicians are showing up. All of a sudden, your voices and your needs are being heard, and all of a sudden, uh, the needs of the community are being catered to, and that's what matters, okay, inside of America. And at at eighty four years old, this motherfucker is showing up and trying to organize. And I just needed to call him out and say, Kia to a fucking. <laughs> Older Korean guy who's yeah. doing the work in Dallas-Fort Worth. This is a Harabaji that's down for the cause. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is so exciting. You know, this is a Harabaji that probably still reads and shit, you know? Like oh, yeah. 
Not just reads, he's doing puzzles, keeping the mind <laughs> sharp. He's not giving out dollar bills on Sebeton, you know what I mean? Like, he, this guy's bushy, so he's giving out a crisp hundo. That's awesome. Uh, my kick ass Korean is no other than Cho Song Hee. Um, and I know that sounds like Cho Sung Hee, the guy who went on a mass shooting. Uh, Cho Song Hee is the name of my mom. I've did I've done my mom a couple of times before in the last five years. I think this may be the third time I'm doing it. But I gotta give it out to my mom because my mom usually does not come through for me in a major way like this. But this was what? like. Bad bitch, like I got my son's back type shit. So, um, something very cool happened last week, where an Ajuma listener, yeah, Ajuma fan, um, he sent, he tweeted out uh, a picture of, uh, like um, a photo of his TV that he was watching, and he was watching um, a Korean variety show. Yeah, and he was, um, and my our photos from Soul Hunters was up there, and ah! they were talking about. Ah! Ah! <laughs> they were talking about this guy Kim Young Chard. He's the comedian from uh, from Korea, who's very famous. Who's very famous, trot singer. He went on to like talk about it, and I I just saw like just a like screenshot of it. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is cool. And I like posted it or whatever. And I sent it to my mom. And my mom was like, what? What is this? What show is this? And I was like, I don't know. It's this show called Master in the House or something like that. I've never even heard of it. And I sent it to her and she was like, okay. And then the next day she sends me a photo of her watching the, <gasps> the clip. And I was like, okay, heart or whatever. Yeah. And then. Heart. Shut up. Like I don't, I don't, I don't. You You're know, looking whatever. to engage, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, great, thank you. Um, and she didn't say anything about it. Okay. She was, she just like sent it to me. Okay. Not like, oh, don't chadangsrupta or whatever, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, mom's just being mom. Sure. She's just doing her. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, whatever. withholding. Yeah. Withholding, of course. <laughs> And then today I call her and she was like, has Kim Young-chul called you? <laughs> I mean, I, not called, but like, has he reached out? Uh, like, yeah. And I was like, um, yeah, we keep in touch, you know? And she was like, I was like, what? A kulbam? First of all, you know what a kulbam is? Like when you like, go like, the, like yes. this on your head yes. with your... You know, yes. it's basically like a noogie. Oh, right. That's the like English word for it. Yeah. Noogie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Noogie. You know, like, I don't know if that's a thing these days, but it's like rubbing your knuckles against someone's head to like kind of razz them or like one of these, right? Yeah. You typically, it's um, it's a hyung to tongseng kind of It's a, it's a specific type of abuse. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, exactly. Like it's a specific yeah. 
kind of like uh, I go, yeah, yeah, I go, yeah, yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. you fucking idiot type yeah. of. That's the kind of like intention behind yeah. the, the loving um, motion that Koreans. Yeah, do. like uh, I'm, I'm teaching you a lesson, but I fucking love you, kid. Yeah. Type of thing, right? And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? I haven't heard the word gurbam in. <laughs> Since 20 I was, years. Yeah, since I was at Kanan Church like in 1996. <laughs> at the Hallelujah Bible yeah, Retreat. Exactly. Where they're taking us through the forest of we're sins. Like this, like, where the scary opa was like talking, like threatening someone with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, what are you talking about? And she goes, I watched a clip. Remember I sent you yeah. the, I was, I was like, okay. And I was like, okay. She was like, did you watch? And I was like, no, I just Hearted. I don't even know how to even get to it. You know, like it's on YouTube, I guess, or something. But I was like, I don't know. I'm assuming he was just talking about the show. Um, and then she goes, yeah, he talked about the show. He talked about himself. And he talked about um, the girl in the cast and her husband, <gasps> the director, and how they like courted him to come okay. to the show. And he did not mention your name. <laughs> and I was like, what? And she was like, yeah. And I was waiting. I watched the whole thing to see if he would come back and be like, tell us that show again. Oh, yeah. And it's with Peter Kim. <laughs> she didn't say your name. She didn't say your Korean name or your English name. And I was like, okay, so? She's like, see? You can't trust anyone. <laughs> I was like, okay. And she was like, I'll tell you one thing. Be nice to him, but don't ever be fooled. Omani. Oh, yeah, Oma. I was like, okay, Oma, thanks. And, you know, I'm smiling from ear to ear. because, yeah. And I was like, you know, and then she, she started talking about, like, I started asking around about him. I started asking about around <laughs> what, what he's make, known for. And I'm like, who the fuck are you asking? asking? <laughs> who, who the, who's giving you? And also, I don't trust anyone that you talking to. put as a, as a site, as a reference. <laughs> because they associate with you. You are, this whole thing is just out of control. So stupid. But I just, it felt so heartwarming. Yeah. To be like to have my mom like up in arms, mm. up in arms about like her son not being that called out. Yeah, called out specifically. <laughs> I'm like my picture's all over it. They're like, yeah, but they don't know who you are. And I was like, oh god, it's you a, it's are. A, it's still a read, but also <laughs> exactly. It's just like it's the closest I'm gonna come to unconditional love. Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. The fact that she. So I just have to shout out my mom for doing that. Oh money. Yeah. Yeah. Right, also, we're by take the quick, way. Oh, oh, go way, what? Happy, what? happy Lunar New Year. Is it not yet? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For people who's listening, it'll be Happy yeah. Lunar New Year. Hunagiti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Insane. <laughs> Did that sound real? No. That sounded pretty real. No. Wow. <laughs> Who told you that? <laughs> I'm telling myself that. I could hear. <laughs> I have cans on. Anyway, Happy New Year. Don't hit fat choy. Hope you get rich. All of it. Yeah. I 
I, I think I don't know. I have like I'm positive buzzing vibes for this same. Year. Yeah. For this new year. Yeah. I, okay, let's get into that right after the break. All right, we're back. Eee! We're back, and this is episode two eighteen. It's nuts. Two hundred. Not 16, not 17, no. but 18, 18 motherfucking episodes. Some of them really hot. Most <laughs> of them really not. <laughs> <laughs> but you stick around and you listen. And, and you, we do it for you guys. Really? We do it for you. I'm, no, we do it for us. We and that's why they us. like it. But, yeah. <laughs> but without you, it would, be, it would be nothing. It would just be us screaming. Into the, into the void. Yeah. Which we would have done anyway, but so thank you for listening. Wait, so how how was your past week? How has your week been? My week has been, um, wow, uh, pretty glorious, I will say. Glorious? That's the word you're using? Glorious? Yeah, Peter. I've been pretty fucking grateful this week about glorious? a lot of good shit happening. Yeah, life's good. Works good. Okay. Puppy, Glorious. having a puppy is nice. I spend a lot of time in the sun playing tennis, badminton, and pickleball. You look like you've been playing tennis and pickleball. I look tan? No, you like look dark? like... No, you don't look... You look like... Like you look I'm feeling like, konganghe. Yeah. Remember yeah, like, before you, the two weeks ago when we yeah. were potting, yeah. I was talking about like kind of connecting the physical yeah. and the mental and all that. And that's been really. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've been getting up at 7 a.m. every day. Wow. Because this fucking dog. I had This dog sleeps through the night, thank God. Yeah. But. Wakes up, Early, wake, yeah. Wakes sure. me up at seven a.m. Bark, bark, bark. Mm-hmm. I do the pee and the poop, and now mm-hmm. after that, we bring him into the bed, and we snuggle love. for an hour. Love, I love the snuggle. Oh my god, I love the snuggle. I the love the snuggles. I do the same thing with my son. Literally, I pee and poop oh, really? him in the mornings. Really, and then he comes in and then he snuggles. Yeah. That's so nice. That's so nice. I mean, it's nice because for you, it's like, you know, it's a it's a dog. But like mine has like opinions. So it's like getting to be annoying. He talks back. He talks back. He's like got opinions. You have to nip that in the bud. I got it. I have to. (laughs) I had to tell him shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah, you're never nice about it. No one wants to hear that. You're five. Uh, What do you even know? You know what I mean? (laughs) Start having opinions when you pay rent, bitch. (laughs) No, but like this. I did go to a, um, a, uh, what's it called? Baby shower. Okay. Outdoor baby shower. Okay. An entire church was there. Church? <laughs> it was my friend Steve's. Oh, right, right, right. He's having, a, he's yeah. having a son. Yeah. And oh, go ahead. I know. Yeah. Congrats, Steve. He's not listening, but <clears throat> whatever. <laughs> and they had, it was really cute. Uh, and it was nice. And it was, um, I brought the dog and I sat there thinking, you know, a younger me 
would have sat there and been very anxious like oh god what am i gonna say who am i gonna talk to i don't want to talk to anyone blah blah and but now in almost 40 me i went there and i was like i hope no one talks to me (laughs) 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 you know i I like small talk. Like at this point in my life, I'm like, yeah, yeah I want to know where someone is from, how they got there. Like, you know what I mean? I, I kind of like, I, I don't mind like the sort of like trivial conversation. Like, you know, I, 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 I'm trying to get better at it. It's yeah, I don't very, mind. <laughs> it's very tough. Yeah, it's because you, you you have like other objectives in life. Like for me, I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just trying to pass time before I die. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a mission. You know, like I'm just like I got. Yeah. I'm trying to connect with people. That's true. Like, That's you know, true. it's like it's a. It's also, you know, the difference between talking to someone and connecting this way versus just staring at my phone. I feel like the net gain is pretty equivalent. I was also eating a sandwich. That's hard. Sandwich you know is better I mean? than conversation. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's like I don't want to have to pause sandwich for convo. It's true. So I get it. I'm getting. I'm trying to get better at it. I did talk to one person who uh, does marketing for. Um, they all do marketing. WB. WB. Yeah. No, I. I think everyone did marketing. Yeah. But um, but he was saying like no one. There are not many people in the church are in the industry. So I found that very interesting. Yeah. Uh, it was like. 40 people, there was 39 Koreans and one white guy. Okay. Uh, no, that's not true. LB. There was one white guy and two black guys. Okay. LB did not go. Okay, good. Um, yeah. <laughs> Please don't go. <laughs> but it did... I, 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 uh, I got to say, it feels nice to grow because you, <laughs> there, the last time I was hanging out with Steve and his church friends yeah. was maybe 10 years ago. And I was kind of drunk and this girl came up to me and she was like, I forgot what she said to me. I was, this was how fucking badly drunk and stupid and messy I was 10 years ago. And G 10 years ago, I was 30 and I told this girl was like, Oh, how do you know Steve? And I was like, Oh, we both, Talk to Satan together or something like Shut I, something, up. Yeah, you yeah, said or, that. Yeah, just to like fuck with her. Yeah. yeah, and she was like rude. Huh? And Steve was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" And yeah. I was like, "I'm kidding. I'm, obviously, we don't. You know, like whatever. Like it was just like because I was unhappy. Sure, I, I mean, didn't everyone want other people to yeah. be. Ha- yeah, that's good. <laughs> But this time, I was very, I didn't even curse. Wow. I made one maybe inappropriate joke, but it wasn't even that inappropriate. It was like about like balls or something. You know, like, it was just like stupid stuff. You know, like, I get it. (laughs) But I, I, I understand that 29, 30 year old, he was very different. I'm very different from that person. That person was just starting comedy and really figuring out who he was. Yes. I mean, like, it's kind of crazy where this idea that, like, people don't change. And I'm just like, I used to love cocaine. 
Like I, (laughs) what are you fucking talking about? Of course people change. People change. Of course you have to change. If you don't change, you will actually die. Yeah. People do change. It's just when people mess up, those people love to be like, see, people don't change. It's like, no. No. People are allowed to mess up. Yes. That we need to like get off that. But Ooh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um so I was proud of myself being around an entire Korean church and feeling very like You were on like a youth group plus. <laughs> like that's Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. would find it hard. Cause I mean I, I understand that like I've been like in these situations where like, yeah, like especially with parents where like at least with my voice and my personality, like it's kind of hard to maintain a certain level of momminess. Right. You know, because like my laugh like is like. you really... mean mommy decorum? Oh, yeah. Because uh-huh. I mean, my laugh is also incredibly grating and loud. And like, so. <laughs> it is disturbing if there's a lot of babies <laughs> trying to sleep. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm like, you know, and you suck balls. You know what that's like, you know, come in your la- like throat. Yeah. And like, you know, you laugh like this. <laughs> and like, you yeah. know, it's just like, it's just like, it's also just because it is the comic in us where we see like a placid like water, right? We see. We pla- want to disturb it. We want to disturb it. Yeah. Because that's funny. Yes. It gets us off. And and, but and, and other people do not enjoy. Annoyed. They do not they're enjoy. <laughs> they do not enjoy. <laughs> but here's the thing. As a young comic, twenty nine thirty, I thought disturbing was the thing. Oh, but it's but it's not. No, it's not. I mean, like I was literally telling that to my it class. It is one way in. And and of, if it, and, it, and if it's like a part of your persona, yeah, I was literally telling sure. my class tonight about how I had so many Bill Cosby jokes when I first started doing comedy, and I was like, yeah, was that a part of my personality? <coughs> yes. Is that a part part of my person persona on what, stage? What that you do, Bill Cosby jokes? I had so many Bill Cosby jokes, honey. <laughs> Wait, like jokes about Bill Cosby or Bill Cosby's jokes? No, b- jokes about Bill Cosby. Oh, okay. Like you know, like everyone what? had Bill Cosby jokes. No, but it was like beyond the point where it was appropriate, and I was like talking, uh, like kind of like what, like what about you were like, an apologist, correct? Yeah. And so, <laughs> like, because this was before like the Thirteenth Lady, and I was just like, oh, was it that bad? And like, literally, like insane. He also was very important f- to you, so incredibly I important that. Where where this mistake happened? Exactly. I mean, but also I was trying to be edgy. Like I was yeah. saying, I was speaking, I was talking out of my ass about shit yes. that I didn't know about, and I I was truly knew was bad, but like was trying to, like you said, disturb disturb the plastic push water. taboo push taboo, yeah. and it was like, but but why and how right and, there, and, and all of it would made no it's sense. You're wielding a weapon that you have no business wielding yet. It's like I was holding Thor's hammer. Exactly. And I was not somehow worthy. Somehow you picked it up. Yeah, I yeah. Somehow, it, and I was not worthy. Yeah. You couldn't pick it up. I could not pick it up. But I yeah. was still trying to wield it. I agree. It. Same. I, I, and it's so, oh, man. I'm going to use the word again. Glorious. To understand. <laughs> Stop using un- the word. 
Glorious. I, man, it feels fucking good getting old, man. <laughs> Doesn't it? I'm feeling fucking grateful for being old because and, and, because and the being wisdom. wizened. Yeah, because the because of the wizened, right? That's the trade-off, right? Like you are wizened, but You're have wisdom. Yes. You're wizened, but have wisdom, and it's like one of those things where at 20 at 30 you look at people who are 40 and you're just like yeah they're they're actually think they have shit but they don't and that's like the tragedy of it all like they know when you're young you can't have that perspective but i'm so grateful because you're right like it is wondrous glorious glorious okay okay church boy. i'm gonna win you over all right right, church boy Yeah, maybe it was the hanging out with the church people. I'm like feeling grateful about my fucking situation. Like I recently got this is okay, some something unglorious. Okay, can't wait for this. Inglorious. Can't wait oh, for that this. That has happened. Can't wait for this. You guys, that... this is when you put, subscribe to the Patreon. This is like all uh-huh, this is what it's so for. It's for and it's literally Peter talking and saying stuff like I shouldn't say this and me being like don't and then he just <laughs> then he just says it. <laughs> no, no. This has nothing to do with um COVID propaganda. <laughs> the county is excavating our soil, our yard. What? Basically. Okay. F- a 4 inches of it because they tested it and there's lead in it. And it's from industrial whatever pumping and dumping or whatever okay. the fuck for back in like the 1200s or okay. whatever i don't know history but it happened and they're like oopsie daisy we're gonna come fix it what do you want done and we're like red mulch and lava rocks here that that here we need potted soil here so we kind of gave them like a rough design of what we want and they were like all right we're gonna pay you 150 dollars a day a, a day to stay somewhere else Huh? And I'm like, okay, that's bitch, not I'm enough. In Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you want me to go stay? Fucking Utah. Yeah, that's what crazy. What are you talking 150 about? $150. Okay, what, rude. What, with a rude. dog? Rude. And you're displacing me. Rude. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was like, you know what? Uh, whatever. I'll just get an Airbnb. Ooh. That's whatever amount that I fucking want it to be. Okay, so glad you it, guys God, just so pay God me. is glorious. Okay, <laughs> Airbnb plus, honey, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I got a p- cute little like studio in Pasadena where I could go work during the day where okay. when they're ex- excavating. Yeah, I fucking da, 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 today whatever happens and they don't come and I'm like, where are you? I'm checking into the Airbnb yeah. and they're like, um. Your excavation got moved to next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So Rude. we're gonna need you to cancel that Airbnb. And I was like, "What? That's not no, how Airbnb works. That's not how it works." I took up their weekend, so yeah. I got to pay for this thing. And they're like, "Okay, cancel it right now, and then maybe we could like pay for the rest of the stuff." And I'm like, "I'm telling you right now, you're gonna have to shell out yeah. the entire thing. Yeah. Are you sure?" And she was like, "We'll figure it out. Like, we'll 
we'll do some hoodoo and voodoo the you do you know yes and classic (laughs) government yeah yeah. classic (laughs) government talk (laughs) makes me want to shoot 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 should we do yeah 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 classic (laughs) government talk i get it so (laughs) i sent her the fucking receipt it is not a little amount of money no and i don't think they're gonna reimburse me point is i think i'm gonna eat the cost you can take it into court. I would love to see you in court. Ah, first, you poisoned my soil. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I here's the thing. I am not pressed. I'm like, okay. I don't. I there. Something's happening where I'm like, I'm not even upset about this. Like, this is completely a waste of my time. Yeah. And money. Yeah. But I am not at all pressed. I almost, like, expected it. Like, when they came and did the little, like, drawings of the thing, like, they were using Crayola. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. (laughs) I said, this is not up to code. Like, you can't, your department can't afford a BIC. Like, this is not. (laughs) (laughs) I have my expectations were very low. And um, anyway, and I think like a younger me again would have like flipped out and be like, how dare you? This is what this is what the pod would have been about. Like from the get go, you (laughs) would have been just like screaming screaming, (laughs) and you would have arrived on the pod. You wouldn't have even gotten to the kick ass Korean. Like it would have just been you. (laughs) You would have had to talk to me about it before. Like, listen, I don't have a kick ass Korean, but you have to talk about this. No, I'm going to have to kick someone's ass this (laughs) Korean. (laughs) That's exciting. What? That we're getting new stuff? No, that you're chiller. Oh, yes. That I am chiller. And noticeably, I'm like noticing it. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the same thing with my ketamine where I'm just like, oh, wow. Like, this is what it's like to be chiller. Yeah. Like, to... um to experience live life's like you know ebbs and flows inside of a context and to be able to um encounter and experience it uh proportionally <laughs> yeah <laughs> like as opposed to where like the only options are you're either don't care or freak the fuck out and it's wonderful to experience all the other colors in the rainbow. That's a 64-pack of Crayola right there. There you go. With the sharpener you in just, the you, That's right. And that's the thing. It's like some shit is a brown. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to just be black and white. Yeah. And it's like... Burnt it's sepia like, even. Well, Mother may I. I see in a red. I see like, in a red, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, just like something else. Yeah. Aside from the black and fucking white. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's either going great. Uh or it's going bad and the thing is life and that's the thing is like that has been really the gift of age and Mm -hmm. for me personally not only the gift of age but of this ketamine treatment where it's like because I think that for me 
it wasn't just like life is going good or bad. It was also like I'm um, responsible mm-hmm. for it. Like somehow my own deficiencies. You have a part in res- it. I have a part in it. it I, I'm responsible for yeah. it. And it's like that's a hard conversation to rid yourself of. Mm. And that's like, I think what the ketamine specifically has, it's not like I'm doing the work. I'm still doing the other things. That's what my therapist has been trying to tell me. Cause like I kept trying to be like, oh, it's all the ketamine. And she was like, but it's also you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is it me? And she was like, that's actually the problem. I was like, oh, touche. <laughs> I won't give myself any credit yeah. for anything. Yeah. But like that conversation was really revelatory in that like, Right, like we can experience all these other colors and also age has given us this gift of like perspective, um, right? Like it's like you can, because the thing is at 30 when you had that conversation with your church friends, you didn't have years to reflect. No, I had nothing. I had nothing. I was running on empty. (laughs) I knew I was unhappy. You're living life. I knew I was un- deeply unhappy, but I was yes. fiercely living life. And yeah. I was looking for a reaction. I was looking for a connection. I was looking for... I was looking to see if I was actually alive. You're flailing, yeah. looking to fail. Like, that's a sort of destructive kind of thing. Like Sabotaging. You're flailing sabotaging you're flailing so but ultimately looking to fail and the thing is what with age you kind of see that behavior and you're like oh right i want to continue to live i want to continue to be a person so now i think that only comes from accepting that you inherently carry worth Ooh, dangerous words (laughs) that's a tough thing for us because we don't that's not our like i almost think of it as like maybe this is like judeo-christian in general but Mm -hmm. i you're like okay here we go come for it let's go all right, glorious. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear this glory. <laughs> glorious, glorious. Here we go. I I think that the structures of um kind of religious religious control or religious structures or organizations um institutions can't really exist without this idea of original sin. Yeah. It's a huge idea. Because redemption needs to be a part of your salvation. And you are inherently dirty. You are inherently bad. You are inherently, Mm -hmm. you know, worthless and sin Mm -hmm. and and, and Mm -hmm. far from perfection and God. You know, and this inherent lacking, I I think, really connected with Koreans. Yes. (laughs) This, (laughs) like beating their chest and like really having a sense of communal Han. Is if you've ever gone to went to a Korean church, like it's my church that we grew up on. 
our my uncles, all these church people, they would all be like crying at church, like bawling. And that is, it's a little shameful because like (laughs) A, you're in public and B, if you did this more with your family and friends, you wouldn't need to pageantize it or whatever and codify it so that it feels less personal or where the fuck your reason you're doing all this bullshit but, but for it's also this I- but it's also this idea that somehow you need to it's it's it built into Judeo Christian and also part of Koreanness mm-hmm. is that you have to apologize for being yeah. yourself, which is the result of colonization. Yes. Right? Like like that idea that who you are is not is enough. Not enough. It's not enough. And so the rest of your life needs to be you making up for the fact that you are not enough. And so when you put that into context yeah. of inside of the Korean American experience, right? This model minority idea, this constant striving, and the sort of like psychic damage that it's wrought on subsequent generations of what that fucking looks yeah. like. You have to question whether or not, like, ultimately, if we had ever imagined ourselves to be enough, what it would look like if we had ascended the same way, right? And the thing is, I'm not, I don't want to apologize and, like, indict people and, like, our um, parents in this way because ultimately, like, we're, this is the lives we lead, mm-hmm. right? And we're doing it and we're all living the ramifications of it that it is what it is. But, like, if you put that in context about, like, if you are enough, what does that look like? And that's, like, all of us looking living in 2022, that's kind of what we're asking. Mm-hmm. What does it look like? I will say this. this I don't know. I've been about I don't lot. know what it looks I, like. No, this, this, is what I, this is what I've been thinking about a lot. So a lot of us, in, inside of the pandemic, a lot of us have begun to question our relationship with work. Mm-hmm. Right, like, and our our sense of our relationship to work and also worth in that context, right? My idea, like, this is what I've been thinking about. Is like, so everyone's kind of like realizing what really matters and reprioritizing like their relationship with their family Mm -hmm. and like, and like what really matters in life, right? Mm -hmm. This is exactly what working mothers have been saying the entire time. Working mothers have been literally saying, my relationship with my family, what really matters mm. is that, and I don't want to work yeah. as hard. I don't want to go for the next yeah. step. It actually doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. And it's like not worth Whew. the 20 grand. Yeah. Working mothers have been, been saying telling you. the exact goddamn, they've been telling us this entire time what actually Needs to be done. is up. And we as a society have been like, so lean in. (laughs) You should actually be dropping out. Why don't you work harder? And then we collectively as a society inside of the pandemic have been like, no, no, bitch, you were right. Leap out. You are correct. We've been, you have been correct this entire fucking time. It's crazy. It doesn't matter. It's crazy. It doesn't matter. 
it doesn't matter what really matters are like the connections and the and and the families and your friends and like like what your passions are like people are dropping out like a motherfucker you know like you know i this is like my big thing mm-hmm. this week is about did you have family friends growing up of course those were all my only friends so okay same yeah. but after my fr- my parents became poor all of them fell away my parents are too ashamed <sighs> i don't know if because yeah okay yeah because they, they were too ashamed because of the worth that we just described. As, uh, you know, the worth they did ascribed to their mm-hmm. work and worth was entirely tied up with how much they made. And th- that's and why so once that went away, your parents had to get all new friends. They got no friends. My parents have no. They friends. were left. By all their friends? No, my parents intentionally withdrew. Oh. Because of their shame. Oh, wow. Because everyone started moving to everyone started moving to nicer houses, nicer suburbs, playing yeah, golf. Yeah, yeah. And my parents stayed in their condo apartment for a closed home. Like, you know, like <laughs> you know, their trajectory very yeah. different. Oh my god. And so my heart breaks. So they found new friends. Exactly. They found new friends on the same trajectory. But then in that situation, when they find out, find either new friends because they start their trajectory up or they start their um, descent Mm -hmm. down, they found other friends. My parents um, have very few friends. They have almost none. And it's only because of this shame that they've attached their worth. Mm. Their uh, financial success. Specifically monetarily. Financial success. And the thing is, it's also very much tied to inside of the Korean American community, like their yeah. friends also tied significance mm. to that. And so I don't have context for this. So like right now, like me trying to cultivate these relationships, it's very new mm. for me because I don't, it's so tied right. to that. And I find myself like trying to like flex in like bizarre ways. Huh. I find myself like trying to like do these things. Like I'm mimicking what my mother, my, my parents did. And I'm just like, this doesn't fucking matter. These people don't care. They're like liberal yeah. white people. <laughs> they think it's very cool that I'm so poor. Like, you know, like they think it's like exciting that my parents had no money. Like they think it's, it's a story. They think it's like they think it's a story. They think it's very quaint that my I support my parents. You know what I mean? They're like, oh wow, like I can't believe they live in this house and they still afford wow, this. That's so you know, old world. I, I can just see. It's like and you're the a thing is, like, I can see all these like. It, isn't that crazy? And like, and also these, I can just see these motherfuckers like doing the math. You know, like trying to explain and understand like how are these two poor ass immigrant kids. Supporting a family, living here, and like doing this, and also neither of them have a we normal give job. Them a medal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just like trying to figure uh-huh. it out. They're like, "What's the yeah, math? How here? does this work?" Because neither of us, neither of us have graduate degrees. Neither of us are working like regular yeah. jobs. I mean, that's a testament to how smart you both are. <laughs> I don't know. It is. Is that also glorious? <laughs> I wouldn't say glorious. I said smart. That's a smart thing. If you, without formal 
well, it's yeah, a hustle. it's a hustle. It's a hustle. But you got to be smart to hustle. You got to be yeah. ambitious, of course, driven. But yeah. you also have to be smart. You can't, and smart just means you're just a tiny bit faster. Yeah, I mean, like the the smartest people are the survivors. Like it's not like it's you knowing know, the shortcuts. It, it's like it's yeah, it's like someone that's always looking behind yeah. over their shoulder because <laughs> <laughs> they think someone's coming for them. Come and and that's the thing. It's like what we described before. It's like we're also both waiting for the slap to the always. face. Like it's, well, here here's the thing. I think that's what's in the all-encompassing thing and i'm sorry that's going through your head with your parents and how they lost all their friends that really does yeah. is that something that you just thought about no, this mean, week like, this... or did something happen or what no i mean no it's just it's no it's like it's been the truth like it's like it's just been something like because my parents are pretty gregarious friendly people and their circumstances have like made them into sort of like hermits and so, like, it's one of these things where I feel really sad for them because they're, they miss that. You know, like, my father is a pretty gregarious, friendly guy. And he's, that's where I get my personality from. My mom is, like, the person that keeps everything together. You know, like, most, like, heterosexual kind of relationships. Like, the woman's one that maintains yeah. relationships. Because my, my dad also has no relationship with his family. Right. You know, like, he's just, like, a, you know, and it's, like, I think that's the attitude where it's, like, if us, if you're a survivor, you can't have that many people you're carrying with you. Yeah, I mean, and if, if you're in survival you're, mode, it's just and if you. You're, yeah. Yes, and that's him. That's his mindset all the time. It's just survival <sighs> mode. Like his family, he's abandoned because they like they weren't as rich. They weren't doing these things. So then he would have had to support them, and he did at different points in yeah. his life. So at this point, he because he can't do that, that's not a relationship he's cultivated yeah. with them. He's like, well, if I can't support them, then they don't yeah, need me. I have me. no worth to them. I have no worth to them. That's tough. That's it's tough. tough. That's tough. And so, like, that's and that's a hard conversation to have with your parents. Like, when you're like, this is like, don't you miss having a brother? Like, don't you I don't miss know if having a for our parents' generation, having a brother is the same as what we experienced. Yeah, I don't think it's the same. It's not the, like because in their mind, it's just buddies. another mouth to yeah, feed. Exactly, it's just another and it's mouth competition, to feed. and it's yes, patriarchy, hierarchy. It's, fucking, it's hazing. Yeah, it's like fucking Game of Thrones shit all, like, every you know, day, like. all the time. <laughs> Like a brother is just competition yeah. kind of shit. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's it's like old school. I mean, it, like, it makes sense. I was, my, um, we're watching the Hanu Rhapsody and Hanu that I was talking about in my yeah. solo episode. Have you seen yeah. that in, on Netflix? There's this no. guy who goes around and does like Rhapsody in Ningmyeon or Rhapsody in blah, blah. Yes. That's what I watched with my parents and my son. He <gasps> oh loves it. Oh my God. I love it. Love it. Love it. So I, they you know, go like, to the chorn you know, and they, the, yeah. Yeah, but you know specifically about the pork belly I haven't one? Seen that's it yet. Like my mom was what So my mom was talking about like the last time they did uh. that, like, you know, my my parents, like, Shigor, like, they're from Shigor's Haramdria. Yeah. Like, so, like, the last time when they're watching it, like, there's like a thing about burying a 
uh, entire pig in the mm. dirt, and that's how you smoke him. Ooh. I know. And it's, it's very from good. Her town. It's very delicious. It's from her. And she was saying, like, the last time she did that was, like, for her, my emo's wedding. Wow. They did this. Like, wow, they literally did so this. Cool. Like, they're describing. I know. They're, like, describing this, this old timey thing that the Shigor people do. And my mom was like, yeah, we did this in 1980. Wow. <laughs> you know, like, but, like, that's, that's. The relationship with food. Naengmyeon, the Naengmyeon one I is I love the Naengmyeon one. The Kaibi the one. Yeah. The Hanu. The yeah. beef one's yeah. great. Anyway, yeah, yeah. so he was my kick-ass Korean last week. But um, why would it, why did I bring it up? Oh, fuck. I forgot why I brought it up. What was I talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you were talking about... Um, uh, I forgot. I don't know. Uh, I'm, so, it's, I'm too high for this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um that sucks for your parents they should get some friends but you know wait relationships uh brother sister okay um, oh, eric kept asking yeah. we were watching together eric kept asking like why do they keep saying joseon joseon and i was like because a, a lot of these um like recipes and stuff go back to joseon yeah and i was like explaining to him like that's the last kind of identity that mm-hmm. Koreans have before yeah. we were starting to really Colonized. get fucked around with by <laughs> yeah. Japan and by, you know, Northern yeah. and Southern. China. Po- yeah. So, yeah. and it has happened to our people over and over and over again. Like, it's just mm-hmm. like a cycle of this. Like, it's just like. Yeah, that, the Joseon dynasty is like the identity. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's where all our like Korean culture, at least writ- written Hunger culture. Comes out yeah, of there. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, the late, you know, that's our like middle ages till now, right? So like, mm-hmm. you know, it really made me kind of think like, wow, this like medieval cul- like culture isn't that far off. Like comparatively speaking, it's like 200 years Truly less than, I think, America has been a country. (laughs) No. (laughs) We were in Chosunji that maybe less before America was a country. So think about that. Like, the culture pumping out of America, like, that we were an entire culture before the British even had a whiff of the West. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, you know, because I'm doing a lot of like timeline history stuff with my son and we're like talking about the Middle Ages and shit. And uh, so much of the history books are so Western centric. And, you know, we're reading about it and I, we, my husband and I are just looking at each other like, He's like, oh, wow, they're doing this. And I was like, I was like, you just need to understand that like in South America and, and in China and like in Asia, like entire civilizations that were far more advanced had already risen and fallen in this time. Like these motherfuckers didn't understand what germs were. <laughs> you know, they weren't washing their fucking hands. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> they were dying because they yeah. were dirty. Just like, disease. <laughs> like, oh, this disease time. and like they didn't guns they germs didn't know and steel that that's exactly what i was talking about in last they, week's pod as well 
they, they just didn't they didn't know they needed to fucking wash their hands and we had acupuncture uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like it doesn't yeah. make sense we were diverting like, chi bitch like, like the fuck is yeah, you doing like, I mean like we got like we were already handling the fucking force <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean like what the fuck are we even talking about like it's, it's just wild to me. And I was just like, Guns, Alex man. Turner, it's like, you I just mean, need to it, understand. The first person to the gun really did it. it violence. And violence, right? Versus, Dehumanization. Versus like, versus like what actually is good and like, like yeah. makes sense. Like when we talk about, I mean, the worst thing to happen to critical thinking is Joe, Joe Rogan. And so, like, he's, like, Truly. doing horrible things for the critical thinking brand. But, like, I'm just saying that, like, if you just think about it, like, it's wild to assume that, like, so much about our culture now as Korean Americans centers around this Western European idea mm-hmm. when Eastern, like, culture was so much more advanced and continues to be. I mean, like, do you know that acupuncture is covered by insurance, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm doing it oh, right now. I wanted to but Western medicine no. cannot explain acupuncture. They don't know Science, the force. To this they're wookies. They don't understand. They, they don't. They're, <laughs> you know what I mean? You got it, bitch. It's you got Chew- guns. It's a Chewbacca situation. You're tall and you got yeah, guns. Yeah, they don't understand. We're Jedi. And you got blasters. And they don't understand it. But the only reason why it's covered by insurance is because it's been shown to work. To work. But they can't understand it. They don't know because their science, quote unquote, science can't yeah, explain it. Because you can't it. see inside our fucking chakras. Yeah. Dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, just like I just like what did we? As when I had to close the book, I was like, I gotta get some other books. Like I literally was just like. And the thing is, like. It's the things that are in hunger, like, and my parents are reading to him and all this stuff. And it's like, it's harder for him to understand because everything he learns in the world we live in, right? It's different because, like, even if you were in Korea, I think now it'd be different. Yeah. Like, everyone gets, like, chimajudo, like, everyone gets, like, <laughs> acupuncture. That's fine. But also, because so many people, we all adhere to this sort of, like, Western mm-hmm. idea of science, it's not. Like everyone kind of like, no, you know, like, well, what are you going to, you know, like it works, but there's not this like pursuit to try to understand it in the same way. And that like really kind of like, I think they know better than to step on acupuncture or anything to do with chi, like, or, you know, energy. It works. West, the West does not want to step on that because they know it it doesn't work for them. You know what I mean? Let me tell you, there's nothing, Ideologically, there's nothing that gives, yes. That shit yes. don't work for you. It is, you are diametrically <laughs> opposed to that. You're Death Star <laughs> to the Jedi. <laughs> but you, James Earl Jones, in a fucking tin can. <laughs> Whoever that weird white dude was that was under that thing. Yeah, so I don't nice. know. I, you know I've never seen any Shut of the Star Wars. Shut your fucking mouth. Are you serious? I swear. Yeah, I've never Why? seen Why? I've seen all the Rockies. Okay, sure, but what, <laughs> we're talking about Star Wars. 
What happened? Yeah, I know. To me, it's... I just never... That wasn't, like, the house I grew up in. And then the Did white people that I... Did you watch Star was Trek really, movies? As an adult, but I was really into Star Trek because, like, I could watch it on my own. There were, like, Star Wars wasn't on no, TV. No, 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 no. I would only watch... It was watch, like you had to, like, yeah. rent it at Blockbuster or something. Yes, and I never did. I was not interested. And none of your friends... I never did, did it. Who would... Talk? That's even more interesting. No. Yeah. No, because I was only friends with immigrants. My... Who introduced me to Star Wars? It had to be a sci-fi Asian person. Well, I, I was doing D and D, and that's sci-fi adjacent. And yeah, so I, I, I flirted with sci-fi, and now I'm like very sci-fi less fantasy. But I'm very excited okay. to check out the new Dungeons and Dragons piece on Amazon. Oh, what is this? Series. I think it's adult animated, and it's Dungeons and Dragons. I'm hoping really? for Goblin Cock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, someone Goblin Cock. <laughs> okay, we got Goblin Cock, Dunkelmoa Sex. And that that's, is, that's what the Ajima Podcast gives you. That's the merch. Oh, by the way, okay, so I have an announcement to make, but we need to talk about five year. We're coming up on five years, and I wanted to talk yeah. to you about it on the pod. We've been doing this mm -hmm. a weekly show for five years. Insane. Insane. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about what you have personally accomplished and also <laughs> how you feel about... The next five. I feel glorious. <laughs> I feel like I. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> no, I. You know what I feel? I feel so much gratitude. I do. I feel so much gratitude for the fact that we started this thing mm -hmm. in a time where we both did it with this idea. Like we we're both very like lost and desperate, and then we found mm -hmm. people that wanted to listen to it. I feel so grateful to the audience. And to the people that listen, I'm so grateful to you. And I'm also grateful to you, Peter. And like, because like our, the friendship that we've cultivated, it's like very become like central to my life. Like it's very me important too. to me. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's not something that I anticipated. You know, we we're both so much older and like, yeah, like I, I, I can't imagine have, having lived through the Trump presidency without having someone like you to yell with. Yes. Because same. honestly, and let's be honest here. Let's be honest. If we did not have this pod uh -huh. during the Trump presi presidency, uh -huh. we would have immolated ourselves <laughs> on social media. <laughs> we would have burned At ourselves. At least de our defenestrated ourselves. Yeah, I mean, like, we, <laughs> we would have... Definitely, like something would have happened where yeah. our careers ended because of some shit we popped off on online. This was a you release valve. Yes, we would have. We would have. Yeah, I don't doubt burned that. ourselves alive. We would have burned ourselves alive, and especially during the pandemic. I would have been what arrested. Happened in Atlanta, what, what happened in Atlanta? What happened in Atlanta? If we did Atlanta. not have Oof. each other, if we did not have each other, if we did not have this pod, mm -hmm. if we did not have the audience, if we did not have the Ajima, if we did not have Fockers, mm -hmm. we would have gone insane. And like, really, 
I think that like this community and this friendship and mm. this like relationship that we have and like not only to the people that listen, but like to the pod itself, like as an entity. Yeah. As a, right? as like a space. Elite, as a space. Uh-huh. Like really, I think, you know, as particularly, you know, during Trump. And the thing is, it's like it was the Trump presidency buttressed against COVID. Oh my like, God. <laughs> like, ha, oh my girl, it hadn't been, it, it been easy. Like, it's a rough five years. This has been like, an extra <laughs> ass five years. Like, I really, that's when I look back on this, I have so much gratitude for that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I have so much gratitude for that. Like, I mean, true. To have a place to go. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, just sanctuary. Like, sanctuary. Like, there's been so many times where I've been like, I'll put a pin in something and be like, I'll talk about this on the pod. Yeah. Of course. You know? Yeah. Like, there's like, there's a group of like minded people, uh, a friend, a, a, a best friend that I can talk to about this. Yeah. And be completely <laughs> honestly shitty. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And like, ugly. Yes. That that's been very important for me to like have a space where I can be, and, and the fact that it's not. Multiple people have told us how to make this a better show. <laughs> more <laughs> lucrative, <laughs> more successful show. <laughs> Overall enjoyable show. <laughs> but and every time we've been like, no, no. we don't do that. I don't know. And I think that's what I really appreciate about it is that yes. it's not it's 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 for this thing. And yeah, it ain't pretty. No one said it was pretty. No one's putting lipstick on this pig. <laughs> this is Oinker. Through and through. This is that pig that Unji's mom buried in her Shigor in front of her Shigor house. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shack. Shack. <laughs> Sorry. How dare I? <laughs> it was one room. Upgrade your in, mom in status. <laughs> yeah. Everyone slept on the on the floor. That's right. And you would That's be right. lucky room. if you had a mat or a bamboo ass, like hard ass pillow. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you see Pachinko? The things, the um, the stills? No. It looks so pretty. It looks so fucking pretty. I'm so excited for it, Unji. Oh we have to watch and recap on this on this pod. Okay, we subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> oh yeah, should we do that for the page? Yeah. Okay, I love yeah. that. All right, we love you, pages. Um, well, five years is coming up, and I'm so happy to be here with you guys and with you, Unji. This has been such a cool, safe, fun. Yeah surprising space i know <laughs> you know one day someone's gonna turn it on and they're gonna be like let's give them a tv show and <laughs> we're just gonna be doing it on tv and it's yeah. gonna be great <laughs> all right we're gonna take a quick break be right back All right, we're back. We have an AMA today. This is an interesting one. The question 
is what is a recent disappointment you have experienced? Disappointment. My disappointment this week, Mm -hmm. much like most weeks, is in myself. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Tell Um, us more. I... So I um, I am going to be doing a show at the Steppenwolf in um, where we did June. it or somewhere yes, better where we did it. Oh yes. my god, I love that space. You're doing I love a that solo. Space. I'm doing a solo one woman show. Oh my god. Uh, yes, and so it was very exciting. Like met with the producers. Like it was all, all it's all happening. Oh like god. these things are happening and like you know like i'm starting shoots and doing this and it's very exciting Uh but i there's like a part of me that still needs to freak out and so like it's like it so like with the ketamine like i've been much more chill all this stuff great things have been happening small movements you know not large things but like things that i'm like making happen Mm -hmm. myself I'm working hard. I'm doing it. And there was this point where Unji Kim still needed to, there was like, it was like a, like a moth to a flame. I was, mm-hmm. my body was like, Unji, what if you freaked out? And I was like, okay. And I decided to look up long haul COVID symptoms, long haul COVID stats. And I just went off and I decided, and for no reason, I've already had fucking COVID. There's no, I, I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, but I, my body was like a moth to a flame. Like, what about anxiety though? Mm-hmm. And like, it was like, I couldn't resist. We haven't resist had anxiety it. in a while. I know, yeah. literally. And I like, like, I couldn't resist the impulse. Wow. And so for like hours and hours, I was just looking up all the stats about long haul COVID and it's so scary and it's fucking wild. And I could tell you some crazy. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I'm very like, no, 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 no. I don't need more. (laughs) Okay. Exactly. Uh, But I feel like I'm at like, maybe you feel like you're at like, Oh, anxiety tank is half empty. You know, like yeah. my, I feel like my anxiety tank is at uh, overfloweth. <laughs> my cup overfloweth constantly. There is no, like, I don't have room for more. Yeah, no, I mean, that was the thing. That was crazy. It was like my anxiety cup was empty uh-huh. and my body was like, fill it, fill it, fill it, fill it. it. Oh. <laughs> and so, like, I literally just, like, looked up all this stuff made it like and then i started spewing in other people like it was fucking nuts what's the scariest thing you found out this okay so the scariest thing i found out is that no one knows anything well that like that i know yes and that there's an actual article in something called science today okay yeah this is the science that's happening today (laughs) <laughs> this isn't historical science. No, no. This is today. Yeah. The science happening today. <laughs> and the statistic that this motherfucker uh-huh. gave me was 9 to 40%. Okay. Of? People who contract COVID get long haul COVID. 9 to 40. <laughs> okay. And I said, that's not a statistic. That's a guess. <laughs> and it's insane 
that for that sciencetoday.com yeah. gave this to me as a like it's a thing. It's too big of, of a number. It's too big. They just say just say that some people get it. Don't give me the stat. That's fucking crazy. I will also say that most people that seem to get long haul COVID are women, mm. and it seems to be like some sort of correlation that. This is the thing that I walk away from, and this is what I will tell you guys is not my, this is not something that is set in stone, but it seems that it may be an autoimmune response. What, COVID is? Long haul, very specifically. So once you contract it as a woman, Mm -hmm. that's the reason why it manifests a lot more often inside of women. Oh, interesting. Like there's, because like almost all autoimmune diseases, like a lot of them, Mm -hmm. like, like I'm talking like gluten, like lupus, Hashimoto, like all these things. What's that it was one? All, it's like a, it's like a kind of like all over autoimmune um, response that your body has, like gluten, nightshades, and all these things. Like oh, it's, oh. And so, but it's almost. I think it's like ninety percent of people that have Hashimotos are women. Oh. So like women, typically be, there's an autoimmune suffering. response. Yeah. So yes. So that's my big thing. That's the scariest thing, and. I was spewing it, and that is my greatest disappointment this week, myself. All right. <laughs> nice. Very disappointed. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, my disappointment this week. This is a fun section. Yeah. Maybe we should do this as yeah. part of the show. Yeah. How did you disappoint yourself? Yourself this week. Or anyone. You can, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be yourself, but, like, you were a disappointment this week. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I was a disappointment in myself this week because I have lost patience with my dog. <gasps> yeah, I grabbed him by the scruff today and threw him out of the house. Not threw, not threw, but like just like shoot him out of the house. Threw him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he yeah. peed, and he was doing mm-hmm. so well. And I, f- you know, I. I you lost your temper. I lost my temper and I'm withholding <gasps> like my own mother. Yeah, me too. So I don't like that. And I'm trying to positively reinforce good behaviors, but it's just so hard. And this goes yeah. back to us and da 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 and how we were raised and yeah. give the love that you want to have given be given to you from whomst you know it's hard (laughs) from whomst it's just hard and i don't like being bad at things so peter let me ask you something what would the love from your mother what's the love from your mother that you wanted because i'm telling you right now when i think about it i don't even know what that would look like i i thought about this and Mm -hmm. i think it's a excitement for me and my life in a genuine way. You wanted her to care? I I know she cares. I wanted her to show it. So you wanted her to show you that she cares? Yes. Or express it. Like But she could still yell. Sure. I don't mind yelling. I'm really yeah, I'm either. a good yeller. <laughs> yeah, I like Put it. Put me into the ring. You know? <laughs> but like 
I think what I wanted was for her to tell me that she was proud of me and my just proud of me and and not everything needed to be like oh but it could be better right and i know i understand the psychology behind that which is sure. like i want right. i i didn't want you to be lazy yeah but it's like some people are born lazy like and some people are just wired to like da, 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 and i'm already like that and you've yeah underlined it with this condition of you better be better be better more more okay. better you know and mm -hmm. that i felt like always felt withholding and a lot of our mother's love languages or all immigrant mother's love languages is criticism yeah and they do it because they're like who else is going to tell you the truth i, I am mean, here to part of the yeah. i i that is true. Your family really says, bitch, this is who you are. Like, <laughs> pay attention. Yeah. So I do agree with that. Because your friends will lie yeah. to you. Your friends yes. will lie. Yeah. And you want them to. I my, pay my friends to lie. <laughs> they keep wanting to tell me the truth. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this. It sounds like you are giving your puppy the love that you wanted i am yeah i'm just not doing it without error and that i mean there's no love that is perfect yeah yeah you're right i'm allowed to be bad at this sometimes yeah but yeah that was not uh that was my disappointment of the week Yay, Yay! Very disappointing. <laughs> okay, this actually does feel like a great way to end each show. Yeah, it really does. Maybe we'll do it for the Lunar New Year. How about that? Yeah, yeah. We'll try it out Yay. for the tiger. Yes. Yeah, we'll call it disappointing tiger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a happy New Year, you guys. I hope everyone gets stinky rich. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.